What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you so much for everybody that is tuning into the Big Honker Podcast. It is we're we're there, Jeff. It's November. We're here. Turkey month. Well, I was thinking, you know, that's that former fat guy in you coming out. I was thinking more along the lines of hunting season opening up, but if you want to go turkey, then whatever. That's Christmas fine. is eight weeks away. Fuck that. That's no good. No, it is too, because everybody <clears throat> on here sells something, and this is what every hunter wants on their gift list. Yeah, that is true. Listen, we'll start with Gun Dog Outdoors. Protect your four-legged friend. If you've got a hunting dog, you need to actively uh, pursue things that are going to you know, ensure a long life. So I would recommend the quick release system. Nice little stocking stuffer. Hook your dog up. They don't go anywhere until you want them to. Ties them into a tether, and then you pull the little string, and away they go. Or the field trauma kit. I think it should be mandatory. Every blind bag should have a field trauma kit. I agree Every pickup truck. And they're all great stocking stuffers. So go to Gun Dog Outdoors. Uh, look at the field trauma kit. Look at the quick release system. They've also got uh, water bowls, food bowls, check cords, all made by Alex. They're doing things to protect your dog, and you should take advantage of it right now. Alex is a great guy. Uh, Gun Dog Outdoors. Uh, we're also brought to you by Lucky Duck. They've got the best uh, two by four blind for grown men. Goes up nice and easy, sturdy, holds grass very well. Brush it one time, and then you're you're golden for the year. You might have to brush the tops every once in a while, just because they break. But that's part of it. And get the kennel. Now, I would tell you, if you got a dog, invest in that dog. You're not going to put your kid in the back of a car in a little flimsy deal. Give it your dog and put him in a dang Lucky Duck dog kennel. Five star crash test rated. Comes with a nice little pad, so that you know I got an older dog, Lou. He sits on that, and he's good. I don't have to worry about him sitting on that hard bottom. Uh, great spinners, great motion decoys. If you're a duck hunter, uh, their spinners are, are one of a kind. They've also got a great, uh, the, the HDI swimmer adds motion to your water spread. So go check them out. Luckyduck.com. Also, it is time for you to go download the hunt proof app and set up an account. You can log your hunts. You, you don't even have to, you don't have to write anything down anymore and it'll be there forever. You can prove to your grandkids that you are a big, a badass as what you claim. It's a, you can keep your history forever. I wish I would have had it when I was 30, 30 years ago and I started this business. I'd wish I had it to look back at every day I hunted. The conditions are all right there. They're logged in, and you can put a picture in there and save a picture forever. I'm on there. Check me out. Look me up at Jeff Stanfield on HuntProof. And I'm also on there. Check me out, Andy Shaver, on HuntProof. Uh, we're also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells, maker of the best shotgun shell load on the market right now. Copper-plated bismuth. It holds a tighter pattern for a longer, uh, it, more velocity, further out there uh i mean it, it is wicked the things that it does it takes one is all that it takes it doesn't make you a better shot but when you connect let me tell you you connect not as many cripples um and it gets let out of the environment go green i never said that before in my life go green go with boss shot shells so if you're out there crane hunting shoot shoot bismuth at them all right clean up the environment get the lead out of there uh, we're also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries, best silhouettes on the market right now. It's so easy and affordable to run a big spread now. Big spreads are kind of the way to go. Dive Bomb makes it extremely efficient. Uh, you can hide in the spread now. You can get their tall socks. You can hide right underneath them. And it's amazing the things that you can do. Always get the bags. That way your trailer stays nice and organized all year long. And then when hunting season is over, everything packs up perfectly. They got blind bags. They got gun cases. Check them out at DieBombIndustries.com. All waterproof. All, you know, all the all the bags are waterproof. So, you know, you got a shotgun takes a dip. Uh, it's not going to let any water in. So 
Great bags, great silhouettes, great company. Check them out, Die Bomb Industries. Also, I got a promo code for you from Pacific Calls BHP25. You can save 25% off of everything that is on their website right now. Just type in that uh, promo code at checkout and you'll get 20, you'll save 25% no matter what you buy. I would recommend if you hunt lessers, get the BA Lesser Call. It is a screamer. It is a short little stout call that really, really rips. Uh, it's my favorite lesser call. And uh, they've also got the best Speckabelly call. They've actually got a couple of them. They got the BBS. Uh, it's a little bit more bored out than their original uh, original 530 Speckabelly call, I think is what it is. Sometimes the numbers confuse me. But if you hunt specs, they've got a, a fantastic Speckabelly call, and you can save a little bit of money. These things also go nice in stocking stuffers. Uh, and you can save 25% off by doing it. Go to PacificCustomCalls.com, get whatever you want, and use our promo code. We are also brought to you by Shin Gear Waiters. Uh, they're the best. Jeff was in them this last week, and he didn't even bitch about having to put on waiters. No, that's the, that's the best part about them is taking them on and putting them off. That That is a fat boy struggle. You skinny guys don't understand. A fat guy, you watch him there. Huffing and puffing. Huffing and puffing. You put on these things, you don't do it. You unzip them, it zips down to your belly button. You slide them on, you put the shoes on. The the, sh- the the boots are so easy to get in and out of. It's no different than getting into slippers almost. I mean, they're that easy to get in and off of. You put them on, you take them off. It's way to go. Shin gear is by far the best invention for anybody that's got a gut in the waterfowl industry in my <laughs> lifetime. I'm they, telling you. They may be in fat pleasurable. They, they do. Uh, they've also got a nice, they've got a couple nice jackets out there right now. Uh, one of them's a, a wax a wax uh, jacket, and then the other one is uh, fully waterproof. So go check it out, shingear.com. Uh, they're not just a waiter company anymore. So go check them out. They got incredible stuff over there. We're also brought to you by the Looking Glass Podcast. Go to Patreon, and you will donate to their account, and you will have access to their entire library. Um, I'm telling you what, they're one of a kind, Logan and Rebel are, and, um, it doesn't, it doesn't cost much. So just go to Patreon, check them out, looking glass podcast and get a hold of some of the debauchery. They're hilarious over there. So you will not, it's going to be money well spent. I can tell you that go to Patreon, look them up, looking glass podcast and get ready to laugh. Also, we are brought to you by dirty duck coffee. Another promo code, big honker will save you 15%. Uh, I don't know how long this promo code is going to run, but if you've ever wanting to try Dirty Duck Coffee, the Missouri Boat Ride Blend, or the High Velocity, or any of the other great coffees that they have over there, uh, go to DirtyDuckCoffee.com. Use the promo code Big Honker. You'll save 15%. Uh, they've got great looking merchandise. So if coffee's not your game, but you want to look good, uh, they got they got good looking swag over there. So um, there's no excuse. Or uh, you can sign up for their subscription program. You type in, you you plug in how often you want your coffee delivered, and you don't have to you don't have to go through the pain of reordering coffee. It just shows it just ships every two weeks or however often you want it to send, and that will save you twenty percent. So you can use the promo code for fifteen percent if you want to just try it, or if you're some, if it's something that you like and you want to get on their regular rotation, sign up for the subscription program, and that saves twenty percent. That's at dirtyduckcoffee.com. Also, we're brought to you by Alpha Outdoor Specialties, maker of the Stanfield Stool. I've had a lot of people ask me, can they get the Stanfield Stool and how do they get it? They go to Alpha Outdoor Specialties, you can order them there and they can deliver them to you. You just get a hold of them. They can get a hold of them on Instagram or uh, I think they were retooling their uh, website not too long ago. But yeah, just look them up on Instagram, message them, and then they'll they'll send you the Stanfield Stool. It's a sturdy little invention and uh, it's what we're going to hunt out of all year long. So... Also, um, if you've got any other ideas that you want to see come to life, 
hit them up. They can make anything happen, just like they did the stand filter tool. That is at Alpha Outdoor Specialties. Also, we're brought to you by Bangtail Whiskey. It is what I put in my whiskey sour whenever I drink that, and it is delicious. Brandon has done an incredible job. You know, he's a he's a he's a music producer. He's making music. He's making whiskey and all these other things that he does. So he's got that entrepreneur spirit in him. Uh, Bangtail Whiskey is not for the faint of heart. Bangtail embodies a select few who believe in hard work and relish in the opportunity to take a step back to enjoy the fruits of their labor. Whether you're relaxing for a midweek swaller or communing on the weekend with quality people, Bangtail is sure to provide a truly unique and tasteful experience time and time again. With deep southern roots, Bangtails provides a first-class, handcrafted whiskey experience. Pour a jigger of Bangtail and enjoy. Must be 21 years or older. Also brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. 85 years they've been putting ducks back into the sky. Uh, we owe a lot of gratitude to Ducks Unlimited for what they've done for waterfowl hunters. Imagine the drought we've had if we wouldn't for Ducks Unlimited where we'd be at bird-wise. Be scary. Be tough. It would be scary. So uh, become a member of Ducks Unlimited or go to one of their many uh, events that they have throughout the year. Spend a little bit of money with them because if it was not for them, uh, hunting waterfowl hunting would look a lot different today. And uh, we owe a lot to them. So support them. Also, double T British kennels. We got some of these uh, British dogs coming here not too not too long from now. We'll have them delivered tomorrow. They'll be doing pheasant hunts. They'll be doing waterfowl hunts. Listen, that's what you want in a dog. You want your dog to be versatile. And the folks over at Double T British Kennels, uh, they they've got it. They've got it figured out. So, um, I'll be able to tell you firsthand experience what it's like running a Double T British Kennel Lab. I'm excited. They got quite a few good looking studs over there. So um, you can check them out on Instagram, Double T British Kennels, and uh, see for yourself. But they've got dogs of all different levels. Pups, started dogs. Go over there, check them out. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Got a couple dates left. Good dates. Got a couple dates in November left, the end of November. I've got uh, some midweek December dates open. I've got the 29th, 30th open after December, after Christmas. That's usually gone by now. And then I've got some January days open and I actually have a January weekend open still too. But anyway, so reach out to me if you're interested in that. It's 940-658-3172. We appreciate you. I got pheasant dates available around Christmas. Everybody wants to do pheasant hunts around Christmas time. Bring their kids and come do a hunt. Holler at us, 940-658-3172 or look us up at stanfieldhunting.com. Thank you. God bless y'all and have a great week. All right, boys and girls, this episode of the podcast, we are joined by Chris Costa. He is a resident of... California. God love them. Um, but we talk about the major drought that California finds itself in right now and the mismanagement that has uh, further led to the to the problem. So very interesting podcast and like a lot of good information here. Uh, hope you enjoy it. Here he is, Chris Costa.
All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Boom, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. I'm Jeff Stanfield with the world-famous Andy Shaver. A lot of drought in a lot of places. Imagine what duck season would be if it wasn't for Ducks Unlimited. Imagine looking out your window and you see a dude walking down the street in his underwear with a hammer. What are you doing? I'm calling Paul Pelosi. Are you? Yeah. Be like, Paul, listen, there's a guy coming. He says he knows you. Even in San Francisco, you don't think that's normal? <laughs> no, that's probably how he got under the radar. You think so? Just walking around with yeah, shit? Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, I mean, you got to walk past two dudes shitting in the street. Like, what's a guy wearing with a hammer in his whitey tidies belt? <laughs> yeah, you think? Yeah. With us today. Day in the life. With us today. <laughs> yeah, from, today in the life. From California, Mr. Chris Costa. Did I pronounce it right? Is it Costa? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got it. And Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. We're, we're excited we're, to have Where you. in California are you from? Uh, I'm from the Central Valley. So, away from all that Bay Area bullshit that they got going on there we're uh we're actually in ag land right here so so pretty if it, much uh dead center of the state pretty much if you so drew but, a line north and south and east and west we're pretty much dead smack in the middle so so if in your neighborhood if you saw a dude walking down the street in whitey tidies with a with the hammer it would raise some suspicions we're calling somebody yeah i'd uh, i'd say that raise a couple red flags right there <laughs> now not in san fran San Francisco in the Bay Area? No, not so much. You know, that guy. Uh, if that guy gets complaints, they'll start throwing some, you know, prejudice, bullshit, whatever the hell it is. You know. Well, they they I'm are sure. they are calling him a MAGA now he because is a MAGA guy. there's no doubt about it. When you're a BLM supporter and you're a nudist and you are all for progressive stuff, you only become a MAGA when you whack your gay lover upside the head with a hammer. Yeah. Then they try to make it into a MAGA deal. Jeff said the windows were busted out from the inside. A third party let him in. Paul Pelosi called for 911 from the bathroom. And said a friend of his. Supposedly. Said a friend of his? Yeah, called a friend. Never said, if some random fucker breaks into your house underwear and a hammer, you're not going to say it's a friend. You're going to say, come get this crazy bastard. Right. Right. It all makes yeah. sense, you know. Um, have you be have you been to San Francisco lately? Uh, so I was in San Francisco two years ago, and... I told myself that was the first and last time that I'm going to go back here. I mean, I've, I've been to San Francisco prior, but the, the, the last time I went a couple of years ago, it was horrible. Um, we went down to take my daughter to this uh, candy museum out there. And uh, my parents wanted to go. They wanted to get a hotel and stay the night. And it was like, you know, they wanted to go out to dinner. And it's 435 o'clock in the afternoon in, in December. And we were walking to a restaurant just a few blocks away from the hotel. And we are literally stepping over people on the sidewalk. It, it's it's unbelievable. You know, you got you got people shitting in in doorways on the street. You know, they they don't give a damn. It's just it's that place just needs to fucking fall off the map. <laughs> what, what shocks me about this whole thing is no, nothing you said surprises me at all. What shocks me is is the people that have been there for 30, 40, 50 years that accept this shit. Right. I'm telling you oh, right yeah. now, you park a tent in my front fucking yard and you're going to be a homeless there, you're going to be a wet, miserable fucker because I'm going to turn my sprinklers on every day. I'm going to mow my yard and weed eat every day. I'm going to be a freaking biggest asshole till you get your shit up and you go. And it just well, shocks me. In Seattle, I saw this. A million dollar, two million dollar homes on the water. And then in the front yard, it looks like a commune. And those people don't care. Yeah. And I just got, and you know they care, but they're too big of chicken shits to want to say anything. 
Absolutely. That's it. And they've got so many fucking protections these days, you know. It's like, I don't, between that and illegals and everything like that, it's 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 a fucking disaster out here. You know, it's, I mean, San Francisco, Portland, I, I've, I've only been in Portland one time in my life, and I'm, I will never go back to that city. I don't I don't give two shits. If, if you same, took, same bullshit. If, if you took a map and you took an outline and you drew and you said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bust off from north of Minnesota, Minneapolis, about 50 miles north of there, and I'm going to come down and I'm going to go east of there or west of there, about 50 miles, and I'm going to get all of Nebraska, all, of Oklahoma, all the way to Oklahoma, down to west Texas, skip fucking Dallas, I can have that shit, and go out towards the, the towards the New Mexico border and cut up and like Montana, Idaho and stuff. And you said, this is going to be free America. We're not going to put up with all this bullshit. We're going to have laws. Oh, yeah. We're going to have rules and we're going to put up a 20 foot fucking fence. And we're going to shock the shit out of you. If you try to come over that fence, more people in this country would want to move to that part than to live in these other shithole places. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, look, look at everybody flooding over to Idaho these days, you know, driving up the price over there. But and, the people and, that are leaving there, a lot of them are liberals. That's what's funny. The liberals like Austin, Texas, they leave exactly the shitholes, and then they want you to take their same policies on. Yeah, yeah. You're like, listen, no, that, that bullshit needs to fucking stay here as far as I'm concerned. It's like, you know, <laughs> if, if you want to leave this state to get out of, you know, being taxed to death and all that kind of shit away from the liberal bullshit, then, hey, that's fine. But don't bring your liberal logic or whatever the hell is going on through your brain over there to these other states and polluting all that kind of shit. Now, now you, you leave that where you left it. There's basically a, here, here in California, there's a legit group of people trying to change and make Washington, Western Washington and Western Oregon. I mean, Eastern Washington, Eastern Oregon to move into Idaho. There's a legit really? group of people and California. There's a big section of that Northern California part wants to get the hell out of there too. Yeah. Send absolutely. us to Nevada. The, the, the yeah. yeah. The Jefferson state. I mean, that, that was, that was a big push here. I don't blame the people. I mean, I just that it. What's bad is I know a lot of really good people in the LA area, good people, conservative people, just me. But they're just they're outvoted and they're outnumbered now by all these goofy lunatics. Mm-hmm. But but back yeah, to this, this the underwear hammer guy. I just that is the funniest thing how they're trying to make him out to be a Republican or a, this this MAGA supporter. You know what? If he was a MAGA supporter, hey. Then fucking lock his ass up. That's where he deserves to be. But he doesn't deserve to be in jail with no bail because they don't want bail out there. But for some reason, this son of a bitch ain't getting no bail. Right. You know, he was yeah. wrestling with another dude. How many people in San Francisco got arrested for wrestling with another dude over the weekend with assault? And I bet they're not. None of them are in jail still. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, it, it's funny how uh, Paul Pelosi's DUI has just magically just slipped under the radar. It's like, what the hell is happening with that? Who was who with him in the car? They say they've never. Was it another gay prostitute? Uh, I have no clue. All I know is they're trying to sweep that one under the rug. You know, deviate from all that bullshit that's going on. It's just, it's a joke. Now you're a law. You just graduated from law enforcement, right? Uh, from the police academy. I graduated October 2020. So, but you haven't got a job yet. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Not in this fucking state. Why? Why is that? Well. I mean, I've got my own opinions on it, um, and you know, I can only speak for the people who I graduated the academy with. Um, a few of them were some good people, but a lot of them, there ain't no way they should come anywhere close to law enforcement. And apparently, these days, you can fail the academy 
and still get picked up as a reserve by a police department. You know, no problem. And uh, it's, God, it is absolutely ridiculous. Um, when I showed up to the academy, so I, I went in later. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be 32 here in a week or so. Um, so I went in at 29, older. Um, and, uh, you know, I played high school football, was a four-year linebacker and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm, I'm a fairly competitive person. Been involved in the outdoors all my life and everything. And uh, we show up there kind of during orientation and our head range master says, hey, um, how many of you guys have firearms experience? I raise my hand and I look around at the 36 people that are in my class and I'm the only one that raised my hand. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, what in the fuck did you guys think you were signing up for? <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> you know? And so obviously, I mean, that paints a huge target on my back because I'm the only one that has any type of firearms experience or range master. Uh, she took a little getting used to, um, uh, retired motorcycle cop at one of our local cities here and, uh, pretty much a hard ass, but she was good. I liked her at the end of it. Uh, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm 6'4", 225 pounds. So it's kind of hard for me to blend in with the crowd, you know? Right. And, uh, Man, I mean, she was on my ass like fucking hotcakes. You know, it was <laughs> it, Jesus. You know, she and it didn't help that you know, like like I hunted and everything like that. So she used, you know, the the mottos all the time. She's she called the um, the Remington 870 police issue that I was shooting. She's like, oh, you know, you're not shooting your Cadillac out here, you know. And I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, and she's like, you know, we're not hunting. You know, you don't have to stand, you, you know, don't stand sideways to shoot. And I'm like, listen, lady, I, I, I got it. I understand we're, we're in the police academy here. But um, what they, so I went through a, a college campus through the police academy. So I, I, you know, with college these days and everything like that, you know, God forbid you yell at somebody or hurt their feelings. So. Um, it was very much pampered in a way, unfortunately. Um, you know, and I was telling some of these people, listen, when you're out there on the street, you're dealing with parolees and everything like that. You're dealing with people who want to kill you, mm -hmm. you know? So if an instructor can make you cry, or if a fellow cadet can make you cry and scared, this isn't the line of work for you at all, period. Um, I mean, you're just talking about a lot of soft individuals who shouldn't be police officers, in my opinion. You so, know, we're we're in the service of, of public safety. You know, people aren't calling the police because they're having a good day and they want to say, oh, yeah, here, here's some donuts, here's some coffee. You know, thank you. No, they're right. calling you when shit's hitting the fan and they need somebody to protect them. And if these people can't do that, then they shouldn't be in law enforcement, period. How many of them got jobs as cops? Well, I'll tell you, the bottom of the barrel of my academy class has been hired on. Really? Um, like with yeah. big departments or just some of these smaller smaller places? Uh, no, with, with departments. Um, apparently, you can have a drug history a mile long and still become a police officer out here in California. Huh. So have you applied at some places? I've, I've applied to probably 32 to 35 different agencies here in the state. Wow. And, and not, nobody's called you in for an interview or anything? Oh, no, no. I go down and interview. Um, last December, I went down and interviewed with Fresno Police Department. 
And uh, Fresno is a pretty big city. Um, they've got like over half a million uh, residents of the city and all that kind of stuff. Big, uh, they've got probably 30,000 gang members in the city. It's uh, Sounds like a wonderful place to live. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, went down and interviewed with them and uh, actually ranked number one after interviews. And I was thinking, okay, cool. Well, as soon as HR got my application, I got a thanks but no thanks letter. What? And I'm still, yeah. Who's blackballed you? Ah, uh, that's a great question. That's a great question. I mean, I've I've never been arrested. Um, I've got a I've got a clean background. I've got halfway decent credit. You know, there's 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 nothing that says that I can't or that I shouldn't be a cop. Um, you know, and I'm all for people who who outperform me or, or do anything as far as that aspect goes. I mean, that, that's how I, I mean, I was always raised to be a competitive person. So it's, it's like, if you beat me right. more power to you, but if rules are reversed, you know, it's like, come on now. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a six, four straight white guy. If that says anything. So you think that that's got more to do with it than your performance? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, I mean, nowadays it seems like everybody, all these agencies are scared to be the next, you know, George Floyd case or whatever like that. And if you put a, um, you know, five foot two Hispanic female She's on the news, the yeah, you, you start changing the narrative on things, you know, and, and, you know, a, a, a young, small female shoots a black guy for whatever reason, that, that's, that's not going to make the news. Do you think if you it, was a flaming homosexual, you'd have this job? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It, it was, it was actually funny. My, uh, my, my, my buddy just recently bought a, uh, bought a backhoe from a guy who was actually a retired sheriff's deputy. And, uh, he told me, he's like, Oh dude, he's like, he's like, you're playing the game wrong. He's like, go do some heroin and tell him you're gay. You'll be hired <laughs> off real quick. I'm non-binary. So back before yeah. a long time ago, when I was younger to get a job as a gay police officer, you had to join the village people. So nowadays they're actually wanting to hire those guys to be cops is what you're saying. You need to go to a different state then. I, I you know, that's well, sad. Will your will your academy training will it hold up in another state or you you would have to become a peace officer in that state, I guess. You- uh no, so so what they do is they look at they look at California training. Um I went through the extended academy, so I actually paid to go to the academy on my own. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, uh with COVID and all that shit, I ended up going for about 11 months. So basically, other states will look at your your training and see if it is um, acceptable in their state, if it meets their requirements and everything like that. So, but yes, that that is the game plan to move out of state here next year. Where are you going? Nebraska. Nebraska. I know a guy there. They're looking for straight white guys to be cops there. I bet a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd I'd say they are. Yeah. So, outside of being a, uh, a going to be a police officer, you're a waterfowl guy. And you've hunted with yeah. the, the counterfeit Mexican, John Manny Manuel, the Hawaiian. <laughs> and you and John are friends. So I want to know this. How bad is the public hunting in California right now in the water situation? How bad is it as bad as advertised or worse? Fuck, it is. It's horrible. It's it's horrible when we have water, let alone in these years that you've got refuges throughout the state that are shut down. I mean, and you know, I think that's the thing that's, not really portrayed 
very much by by California waterfowlers. You know, you start talking about these guys out in Kansas, Nebraska, whatever like that, and they're saying, oh, man, the, the march is crowded today. There's two other trucks in the parking lot. Right. And and being from California, it's it's comical because it's like these refuges allow on, you know, a hundred and some odd people sometimes, depending on where you're at. You know, I mean, you've got you've got guys if you're hunting like a designated pond or a blind or something like that, you've got guys around you at 150 yards all day, let alone if you have free room, you've got guys crowding in on you 60, 70 yards trying to set up shop. Now, um, so it's different on, on different places. There's blind setups and then there's free roam is what you called it. Yeah. So it just depends on the refuge. Um, there are some refuges have blinds. Some refuges have assigned ponds. And some have free roam and some have all three. Mm-hmm. So it just depends. Um, we're allowed to put in for reservations at the, um, at the beginning of the season. They draw like 14 days in advance um, to just give you like some stats. I think your odds of drawing a reservation in the Sacramento Valley is less than 2%. Hmm. Um, down here in the grasslands, it's like less than 3%. Um, a small little refuge, like little dry Creek. That's pretty popular around here. Uh, the odds are like 0.34% as far as drawing. So you got got all these public hunters wanting to hunt and everything you can't get on. What, what's the situation with the water right now? Are they letting these big, rich private clubs, they letting them pump all their water and not pumping others or are they shutting them down too? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, some of the big clubs definitely have water. Um, I'm actually fortunate to, to, to be on a club down South in the, in the, uh, in the grasslands down here. It's been in my family since 1929. Um, it's not a Taj Mahal by any means, just, you know, a bunch of blue collar guys that like to duck hunt. Well, I mean, if you call killing teal spoons and ringnecks duck hunting, that's duck, that's duck <laughs> hey, hunting. Fuck it. That's duck hunting. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we've, we actually flooded up. It, there's probably about 35 to 40% of the clubs down in the grasslands that are flooded. Um, up north in the Sacramento Valley, um, you've got some clubs in the in the Butte Sink that have water. Uh, a lot of those rice guys, though, they don't start flooding up until like after Thanksgiving. Well, are they going to let them? Or are they going to shut them down on water restrictions? Uh, it's just going to depend on whether whether or not they're they're well fed or not. Um, the 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 Sacramento Valley is in rough shape right now. So on, on a normal year, there's about 500,000 acres of rice that's planted. This year, they're talking anywhere from like, there was like 210 to 250,000 acres planted. Basically, the whole west side of the Sacramento Valley is all fallow field. Um, they just, they left those unplanted. They're, they're, so they're not going to flood them and everything like that. So basically, when the migration hits, all those birds are going to be pushed over to the, to the east side of the valley. And, you know, I mean, who knows? I mean, we, we get a lot of specks, a lot of snows that come down and, and I'm curious to see how quick those birds feed out those fields. What, what I'm curious about is, is the wealthy people, the hypocrites in our society mm-hmm. that, that want to control everybody else's stuff. Are they going to have water in their places when other guys are shutting down? Because if, if it's a true, it's if it's a true, water it's a true water problem. That's what I'm saying. Are they be, are they going to be able to pump their stuff? Because you know well, it's 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 easy to I, they I, do that. I, I I would imagine so. Like in the Butte Sink, um, I think the last time that I I saw a membership in 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 the Butte Sink right there. So 
the so the butte sink is basically like surrounded by rice it's all it's all natural habitat but uh the last time i saw a membership for sale a few years ago it went for like 1.4 million dollars for a seat though those guys wow. that are paying 1.4 million for a seat are going to try to pull every string they can to make sure they have oh, their absolutely. water to pump. But that's what I'm absolutely. saying. That's going to be a major issue right there because the the left government doesn't want people hunting anyways. But the left government's oh, yeah. got a lot of them old boys or good old boys that do hunt some, and they want to act like they don't. Are they going to be able to put water on their place? Because if you give them water, then everybody should have the access to the same water if it comes from that same spot. And and that's yeah, that's, what that's what's going to be interesting this year in California is are they going to cut it off? Now, you told me, did you grow up as an almond farmer? Is that correct? Yes, or sir. Or your family does? Yes, now, sir. Now, y'all use a lot of water to make those almonds, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's the big debate around here. Right. That is. That's a huge debate in our country right now. How much water to give the almond farmers? The, the, water, the almond farmers. Now, I'm going to speak out of turn on here because I don't know much about almond farming at all. We got an expert, so he can correct So you. I want you to fix me on this. But... The water has been taken away from produce and other things to go to the almond farms. Is that correct? <sighs> Putting you on the spot here. <laughs> yes, yes and no. Um, around here, we've had a lot of guys pull out, say, like vineyards and everything like that. And even up north in the Sacramento Valley, turn rice fields into so. So I call them almonds. I'm here from the Central Valley. I know, I'm. That's what we call them around here. I know you guys all call them almonds, so I'll just refer to almonds. Um, anyways, uh, a lot of guys pulled out vineyards and everything like that to plant almonds because the price was so good. What, what's and, an almond tree bring in? Uh, so on a on a good year, I think last year we did about was it like two dollars and was it like two dollars and forty six cents a pound. And we did, what did we do? We did like 4,200 pounds an acre last year. What? what quick, Jeff, I, That's $10,000. That's, wait, you said $2.46 and 4,000 acres? 4,000 pounds, is that what you told me? Yeah, about $10,000. That's about $10,000 about 10, about $10, an acre. Is that, am I doing my math right? Yeah, give or take. Okay, $10,000 an acre. How many, how many almond trees do you have on an acre? Um, it just depends on how closely planted they are. So, um, like, like the, the orchards that we have, they're, 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 they're spread out a little bit, just to give, give room for the trees to grow. All these new orchards going in they're they're stacked in there like firewood. I mean, and you're going to shorten the, the overall life of the tree. You know, you might not get your, you know, 22 years of production out of a tree, but you, you know, so, I mean, you might get, you know, 15, maybe 18 if you're lucky, but I mean, these things are, are so tightly planted these days that some of these guys are getting, you know, 46 to 5,000 pounds an acre. Ooh. But how, how many, how many trees are you putting an acre? Oh God. It, it's, it's, it, I'd have to go out there and, and individually and, and count. Measure. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure offhand. Each tree, each tree producing 40 pounds a year. Oh, I'd say, I'd say at least that. Okay, if they're doing sixty a tree, each tree's worth one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just kidding. You know, when I, when I was in Michigan, I know, or New, upstate New York, the apple orchards were not like what I was expecting, like you'd see before a full tree. They were almost like mm-hmm. uh, grapevines or grape vineyards. They were just stuck so close together, and the tree grew straight up in the air like a pine tree with all the apples on them. They didn't have big branches that... And I'm assuming that's the way they groom them and stuff because it, it was just different looking than what I thought it would be like. Yeah, so yeah, I'm assuming yeah. they're doing the usually, almond trees the like, same way, like 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 apples and cherries. They'll they'll come through with a with a topper and trim the tops of them. That way, guys can get in there with uh, with ladders and everything, and 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 actually like pick the fruits and all that kind of stuff. That's so, so that's what they're doing with there. So the almonds, but so an almond tree is worth 150 dollars a tree. You can put a lot of trees in an acre. That's pretty good money. Oh, so yeah. at $10,000 an acre is what you're making off of your almond orchard. So if you have 100 acres in there, you're making a million dollars on 100 acres of almond trees. Yeah. That's, uh, that's obviously that's before fertilizer costs and all that kind of shit. Right. But yeah. yeah. So, so you're making a profit of about $350,000 for 100 acres. Yep. Give or take. Yep. Um, and so that's why people are getting the hell out of the cucumber business and getting into the almond business. Absolutely, and and so the the how does this work? So the California decided, okay, we're going to reallocate some of the water from these uh, big farms, and we're going to give it to the almond farms. Is the that what happened? Almond guy buys them well, up. Well, so a big problem up in the Sacramento Valley is that down there in LA and everything like that, they're paying the those rice growers more for their water than they than they would be if they went in there and and planted a rice crop yeah they're buying the water yeah so you've got all this all this water that was that that these these ranchers are allocated and and they sell off their water for the year and turn a higher profit than they would if they were if they were putting rice in there yeah i know i know a guy that's got a ranch in new mexico and they sell their water to portales or one of those towns and they make Mm -hmm. more money selling water to that city than they could they stole the ranch basically. They bought a yeah. ten thousand oh, yeah. acre ranch, but they didn't buy. They hunt it, but the, their big money maker off that deal is selling the water up in the mountains to yeah. to the cities, and and that goes on. And that's what's happening out there is a guy's going in there and making a three hundred fifty thousand dollars profit on his almond deal. So he's offering a guy up the road that's growing a hundred acres of just some kind of vegetable, and he's giving him money for he's buying his water rights is what he's doing, and they've bought yeah. up most of the water in those big areas and then the cities are buying the rest of the water so it's there's no water left over for nothing but almonds and people correct yeah 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 yeah, basically um it's you know i mean they've come a long way as far as um as far as irrigation and everything like that uh you know like like micro drip irrigation and to try to minimize uh how much water these trees need but like down um down south you know, past Fresno, Tulare County down there. Um, my uncle was actually just at a uh, PCA meeting and they were saying that the almond guys down south are only going to be allocated like two and a half acre feet of water next year. Hmm. And I, I believe these trees take, I think, a minimum of like six acre feet of water to really produce. So they're, they're, t- they're going to cut them down to nothing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna cut them down, and uh, I know the state's been trying to meter ag wells out here. Um, they've been trying to get on properties and everything and meter wells, but uh, I guess they've got this new technology, this new satellite technology that can go over a top of an orchard, and it it will read how much um, 
how much basically like uh, like evaporation and moisture is coming off like the leaves and everything. And so it'll be it'll be able to calculate basically how many acre of, of feet of water that that orchard is receiving. And if you're over your your quota of water, they're just going to find the shit out of you. Yeah, what? that's how it is in Nebraska. See, I think I know Nebraska. I'm I'm going to get the inches wrong, but I, I want to say it's like 50, you get 15 inches of water. I think you're I think you're right. And if you go over that, they take that off of next year. So like Blake, if oh, he yeah. wanted to water his corn, anything yeah. over the 15 inches, he would just get docked on that pivot the next year. So yep. a lot of Absolutely. these guys, and it was dry in Nebraska this year, so they were over. Uh-huh. And if the drought persists, it's going to be it's going to be hard for these farmers to go in with anything other than like wheat or something because they're mm-hmm. not going to have the water allocation to bring up a crop. What? Yeah. My my other, my other question about the almond trees is what can can the almond do y'all have freezes where y'all are at in the almond trees? Uh depending on where you're at in the state. So like like this year, um Northern California, like Butte and Glen Counties and everything like that, the the almond guys up there took a hit. Uh right like like during during like the bud time. Um so that'd be like right around like February or so, they had a freeze come in and really damaged their crops pretty good. So they can't um, so, stand a freeze. The almond what, trees. What the almond trees yeah. can't handle a freeze then. Not um not during like the, the bloom and everything like that. I was thinking about getting in the almond business, Andy's what I was thinking about. Yeah, I understand. I got, I got twenty acres out here. I'm thinking that's seven million dollars fucking or no that or twenty five that'd be a no, I was I was off on my math a little bit. That'd be about a seventy thousand dollar profit probably. Yeah. So but anyways, that's what I was thinking. I think hmm, I put so, some fucking almond trees in, and everybody's fighting over this water. Well, you got the almond mm-hmm. guys, you got the right. Uh, well, the rice guys are selling to the almond guys. The waterfowl hunters oh, the, the, are so. Fucked. So the rice guys are actually selling to like L.A. Sell. They're they're yeah. not even selling to the almond guys. They sell the water to L.A. Yeah. So so how much of this? How much? How much of these water issues that California is in now? How much of it is just from like everybody this trying thing. to serve their self interest? Oh, oh, mismanagement. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, you've got the um like the environmental groups mm-hmm. wanting to protect the fish. That that's a big that's a big fight right there. You've got like native tribes and everything. Like so um up north on 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 the northern part of the state, you've got the Klamath Basin. I'm sure you guys have yes. probably heard about it up there. Dry. Well dry. Fucking bone dry. You know, and that's what, what was that like the first national wildlife refuge in the nation or something like that? Vital to the Pacific Flyway. Um, yeah, fucking dry. Uh, I know CWA, California Waterfowl Association, purchased water from Oregon farmers, but yeah, it's just it's it's not enough. Um, yeah, so basically, our water comes in, it gets sent out for fish and smelt and whatever the fuck <laughs> these fish need. So it goes right out to the fucking ocean. And then we've got, you know, like we've got like the California aqueduct and the Delta Mendota canal that run from the California Delta here. And those go fucking straight down South down to LA for their water. Um, so you've got fresh water being, being sent out of the Delta. Um, you've got farming for, ag- you know, water that's, that's allocated or that, that, that is allocated towards farming you know it's just it's 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 a it's a just it's a disaster it's a mismanagement 
of the it resource. Ha- it has been for years, but I still don't understand, and we're going to have to get somebody on here. Why in the fuck do we not take some of that Ukrainian money and put it in desalination plants? I do not understand I, that. I have no clue. I have no fucking clue. That's what they need to do. I've heard that San Diego or Los Angeles County has five of them, and they've just turned them off. Well, I, yeah, I don't understand then, why. And the California coastline is so popular or whatever the fuck it is. You know, you got these multi-million dollar homes and properties to that go on the coastline, you know, and it's, it's like the last thing these people want to do is put a desalization plant fucking right there on the coast and be an eyesore for these Hollywood fucking big shots that, that want to live in Malibu or something like that. Well, cut know? their fucking water off. But I just, to me, it's, it's a simple fix. If desalination plants work, and I don't know what – there's a reason why we don't have them in places, especially with the drought. And I don't know if it's the, the cost, but if it's a cost deal, if I can take the Ukrainian money, like I said, there's plenty to build all kinds of them. But you ought to be able to build them and pump enough water that Los Angeles can provide their own water through desalination and then let the people naturally, the rice farmers and stuff, have their water. But absolutely, the farmers is his own worst – is worst enemy on some of this shit because if you got a guy out there that's farming five thousand acres of rice, he's like, listen, Los Angeles is sending me a check for three million dollars and I don't have to do shit but sell them my water. He's doing his own. He's doing his own self in by doing that, and I don't blame the guy. I mean, it's like these solar plant, these solar deals on some of these farms. They're gonna pay guys a thousand dollars an acre. Well, if you're getting a thousand dollars an acre for solar panel, sign me up for that shit because oh, that's, yeah. that's better than farming is. Especially when we just had fertilizer prices. I, I don't know about you guys out there in Texas, but we just had fertilizer prices this last year go like over three hundred percent. Yes, the guys, normal cost. Yeah, guys can't afford that, and so I, no. I, I see why they're selling their water rights. But if the government really truly wanted to fix some things, they could build a canal system in the western part of the United States, and they could use desalination plants to help do it with the snow runoff, and they should be a good deal. What's going to eventually happen is. The city of Las Vegas is going to run out of water. Uh-huh. It's going to happen. I mean, Lake Mead is going dry. And when that happens, they're going to have to come up with something else. And and, yeah. it, and it's But that's what's going to happen before before we take the steps to use some common sense and the desalination plants. I, I've just never have understood why that is such a hard process to do unless it's just cost so much to, to build one. I think it's it's the push to almost commercialize farming. Right. To where the, They've done to that. To get the little guys out? Yeah, get the small guys out, control the market. You know, you look at Bill Gates buying all that fucking property in the Midwest. Yep. You know, what the, what the fuck is he doing that for? Yeah. Get us all eating you know, fake meat. Get a place to hang out and have his fake boobs. This says, in 2016, California passed a desalination amendment which tightened regulations for intake and brine disposal. Proponents of the desalination contend that changes have been onerous and are slow move, and are slowing the march toward a desal future. So basically, California came in and made everything, they did what California does, and they overregulated they it. They fuck shit up, so that's what it is. Let them, this sounds horrible, and I've got lots of good people in California that I think the world of, and this ain't, this ain't meant towards them. But let some of them little liberal fuckers let them drown or go without for a little bit. That's the answer. But you know what'll happen is the the uber wealthy they'll just move and go somewhere else. They don't think about Austin. the little people. 
You know that well. It's not an Austin deal. They may go to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, or somewhere. They've got they the means to get in a plane and fly somewhere, private jet, and do that stuff, or fly and go and just pick up and leave. The person that lives in L.A. that works for a living, they can't do that shit. Mm-mm. And I just don't understand yeah. where we've gotten so far <clears throat> liberal that we're hurting ourselves. Brackish water cost one thousand to two thousand dollars per acre foot to desalinate. And I don't know how much an acre foot is. I, I have no idea how many gallons. Why don't they get that in gallons so the well, normal person can figure that shit out? Maybe they're Canadian. They like doing shit in you know? meters also. I mean, you pay. What, what's, what's a gallon of Ozark of water cost? Three bucks? I don't know, Jeff. So, you know, if, you, if you're going to tell me it costs I drink 2, mine 000, from the tap. I'm not one of these hoity-toity guys. You don't drink from the tap. You got a fucking filter on it. So don't <laughs> act like you're drinking just fucking water. It's, and from you're the on fucking, the, it's from the fucking tap. First of all, we got a water expert. Andy's on the water board I'm here. Not, I'm not a water expert. But you should be. You're on the board. Our, our I mean, legs are good. When I was on a board, I tried to be updated of everything going on. I our, could tell you what an acre foot of water would be. Our legs are good. I'm embarrassed that you don't even know what an acre foot of water. Let's say an acre foot of water is 2,000 gallons. If it's 2,000 gallons, it's a dollar a gallon. That's pretty damn cheap to give somebody water to be able to eat and survive with if you need it. I'll fucking do a quick Google yeah. search, and they'll tell me. How many, how, yeah. how many acres you think? How many gallons are an acre foot of water, you think? 20,000 gallons? No, way more than that. 325,000. So we're talking about a penny a freaking gallon. Boy, that's fucking expensive right there. That's what it says here. 325,000 gallons. It would it's be It's actually 300 326 it's closer to US liquid gallons. And you said it was $2,000 an acre foot. 2,000 an acre foot would be 16 cents a gallon or 1.6 cents a gallon. I can't do my math that much. I'm kind of slow right now. You're slow. I'm, I'm, mm. Yeah, you, I'm getting you old. You take your medicine, Jeff. I think it's 1.6 cents a gallon. I think is what that is. Yeah. That would be 1.6 cents a gallon. Yeah, that's fucking real cost problem right there. Would you not pay 1.6 cents a gallon to be able to water all your almond trees? Well, Jeff, he's a white conservative. Oh. Of course he would. Yeah. Any straight. Any straight. White, yeah. straight conservative. Yeah. Police officer. That 2A. Of course he would. Yeah. So, so do we need to get a, a gay white they, cop? They, they're just they're just trying to price this out here. I mean, I, I don't know what rent looks like out there for you guys, but I mean, for a piece of shit apartment here in the Central Valley, I mean, you're looking at you know, twenty three hundred bucks a month for rent for just a one bedroom, one bath. Mm. You know, it's 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 just fuck. It's uh, I can't stand it. I can't fucking stand it. <laughs> and you've you've grown up there your entire life, haven't you? Absolutely, absolutely. But see, people like y'all are what's fucking the rest of the country up. I'm gonna explain to why. Not the being the white straight guy, because if you were gay and black, I would tell you the same thing is. But y'all sell your shit out there for four or five times what it costs yes. here. And then you come and you buy a house here, and then you want to bring your gay black shit on us, and that's not fair to us yeah. out here now. So, yeah, absolutely. But, but that is what that's where it's trickled down to because people yeah. will put something for sale out here, and it'll sell for way, way more worth its worth. And they'll be like, "Why does it cost so much?" Somebody from California, you know, well, they bought like, it. Like, like here in Manteca, I mean, this is like I said, this is like Ag Central and everything like that. Homes here, when when the economy was up. Just a few months ago, we're going for six and a half, you know, $600,000. For how big? For, a 2,000 square foot home? Fuck. I wish. <laughs> like 1,300. Jeez. Like, it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable what, what the pricing has, has done out here. And, you know, like, like when I went back to Nebraska in May, 
and I was driving around with a realtor and there, there were some some nicer homes in in the area and he was like oh you know the the doctors and lawyers live there and I'm like oh okay I was like I'm not sure those homes going for it and I'm like you know three hundred fifty four hundred thousand dollars and I'm just like <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. yeah but I'll but take yeah, two of them it, it, exactly like like what you what you guys were saying it's just they're selling their piece of shit home here for stupid a stupid amount of money going out of state. And driving up the cost of everything else out of state. Yeah, I don't know how anybody from West Texas moves to California and buys a place. They don't. I'd be looking at a fucking tent. I'd be one of them fuckers living on the streets in L.A. and Maybe stuff. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. trying to. I left a 3,000 square foot home. Beautiful. Completely redone. Where are you living at now? Fuck, I traded it in for a Coleman tent. See, but the, the market has crashed. <clears throat> it hadn't crashed out here, but it's, it's, it's fallen off a lot. <clears throat> it's not hot like yeah. it was because... Uh, Joe Biden's in office. Well, yeah, obviously. But... but there were a lot of houses and like you could tell, you could see when that spike had happened because everybody yeah. was listing their house for double what it was worth. And you're like, yeah, motherfucker, this yeah. house, you bought well, it for $25,000 here, here. Home prices have dropped about $10,000. Yeah. You know, everywhere else in the country, they've dropped about 70, 80,000 at yeah. least. Right. You know, I had somebody quote but me a price it, it, or I had a guy quote me a price on my house the other day. That's worth about three times what it's probably really worth. And I told Michelle, and I said, if we could sell it at that price, we'd be fools not to sell it. But where the fuck are we going to go? Right. Because for me to exactly. to build my house would it's cost me cost more than what, but fuck more than that. For me to replace my house square footage and size. Now we we don't need it much space. Yeah, and you're I would, getting older. Yeah, and I would do a metal barn deal. Yeah. And is what I'd want as a barn dominium out in the country. Well, your mother don't want to live in the country. But the point is, is the deal is for you me to sure sell my a, house. Be sure when you do build this, put, put handrails on a lot of places. Because we're getting that old, Well, huh? you know, you're getting a little bit older, and I don't want to see you slipping and falling. But for me to replace my house, even with the price I did, for me to build another place, it would cost me more than what I could get for mine right now because the materials has gone up so much. You mean your quote me prices in California? They're looking at five hundred dollars a square foot to build a house. Yeah, I mean that's that's freaking expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it ain't how how much does it cost to build a house now? If you hired somebody to do it, because I know who would be doing mine. I don't know. I don't know. I'm out of that game. I'm out. Um, so you're not wanting to flip houses no more? <laughs> not in this market, Jeff. Yeah, you got to buy the, you got to buy the dip though. I understand that the dip's coming. The I think the. Uh, Fuck, I don't know how much more can it dip. It can, That'd be a dive. It could be. We're, a, we're at the dip. Anything but, lower is a fucking dive. Well, things are still expensive. Well, of course they are. Um, so what, I mean, when does y'all season open? Are y'all already open? Yeah, we're open. We, uh, we opened October 22nd. And then, like, I mean, what are these birds going to do? Is it still too early to tell? It's yeah, it's all up in the air. We had a um, a decent early push of uh, of green wings, surprisingly, um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be up in the air to see what they do as far as what happens once they hit the Sacramento Valley. You know, it's like I was just talking to uh, my buddies the other day, and it's like, uh, are they gonna push out of the Sac Valley and go towards the Delta, towards the islands out there, and start stacking up in the corn, or are they gonna blow through the Delta and and come down to the grasslands? And stay down there. The problem is, like down in the grasslands, we don't have the ag fields that they do up north in the Sacramento Valley. So I don't know where all these birds are going to feed at. Right. 
So that that's that's concerning. Or do they just say, screw it? They come through the the, the Sacramento Valley and say, hey, there's nothing here for us. And you know, do they bounce east? It's it's one of those things to where it's all kind of up in the air. You know, I'm really curious to see um, how they how the Sacramento Valley shoots and how the rest of the state shoots. Um, you know, we've got like uh, the Sacramento National Wildlife Refuge, um, Delavan, Calusa are closed right now. Sutter's closed. Uh, Bear Creek down here in the grasslands is closed, but that's that's pretty normal. Um, they shut down like the Gadwall unit, the Kern Refuge down south. Um, you know, and some of those are projected to open here November 19th, but it's all it's all dependent. It's all dependent on rain. Uh, we've had had rain these last couple of days here, but you know who knows. Who knows what's going to happen with these birds? What's crazy to me is, and I've not been doing this as long as Jeff, but I've ne—I don't ever remember this much uncertainty surrounding so many different areas of the of the nation. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at our big, if you look at the Central Flyway, like basically anything from South Dakota uh, on down, nobody really knows what's going to happen there. Um, yeah, your area. I mean, is it just? And I guess Missouri, is that about the only place that is feeling good about what they have right now? Probably so. And I think it's when you get to – Logan told me the other day Kansas City area is very dry, or wherever he's at. He's north of Kansas City. But they, he said we're really dry where we are right now. And a lot of places are. <clears throat> but I don't ever remember a time that every that so many people – there's always been regions that have gone through droughts, but I don't ever remember it being basically from – Missouri all the way to was, the Pacific Ocean. Everybody's like, where the fuck are our birds? Going w- to? In 11, was it dry everywhere or was it just? I think it was just in Texas. Because <clears throat> that's what I don't remember. I don't remember. But I don't remember it being that way. But with social media today, we're all interconnected. Yeah, we more. see more. Now, 11 years ago, we still were pretty well connected. But I don't remember in 11, North Dakota, Montana, so many places being in a drought that are in a really bad drought. Mm-hmm. You know, you get in North Dakota right now, I don't think it's that bad dry-wise. But you get from Kansas, Nebraska. Is, it's it's drier in middle of Kansas and Nebraska than it is here. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had some rain. We've got green wheat everywhere. The wheat looks nice. Right. And we're supposed to get another half inch to an inch and a half of rain on Friday. We've gotten good crop rains in the last two months. We just never got the big runoff rains. Them places up there haven't had any crop rains even. No. So I don't know what's yeah. going to happen. It's yeah, I don't know. It's 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 going to be one of those deals. And I don't know if I don't even know if the people that have water, if if they're going to shoot well this year, you know, it's just I mean, I'm, I hope so. But yeah, it's it's just one of those things where I guess we're just going to have to sit back and find out. I don't like that. I don't like doing that. I'm no. too I'm too anal. What? Well, how did, how and, did and, go ahead? You know, like 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 the nice thing I, I'd say about. And I, I never understood this until I actually went back to the Midwest and, and drove around and did all that kind of stuff. But, you know, like like with you guys out there, there's that there's a big emphasis on scouting. Right. You know, drive around, scout the birds and, and do all this. Well, out here in California, we don't have that luxury to scout birds. Get what you get. Well, not, not just that. It's like on on what you guys would call like a like a like a WPA out there. We we call them refuges here, but we're we're not allowed on those. Mm-hmm. We have to we have to check in. We have to get a fucking we have to get a refuge pass that we, have, uh, you know, it's 
we have to pay for that shit and everything like that. And they just don't let us go walk out there just to fucking scout birds. And we can only hunt Saturdays, Sundays, and Wednesdays on these properties. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it's a it's a different ball game out there. That's for sure. What made you settle on Nebraska? The people. I want to go fucking. I wanted to go fucking hunting ducks. Don't tell my girlfriend that. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't listen to this shit. It wasn't about college football. That's for sure. Is, oh fuck! Is uh, I, I know this is a little premature, but is she coming with you for this big move? <laughs> oh yeah. boy, and you can't believe you put that yeah, up. Yeah, she's coming mm-hmm. with me. She's coming with you. What if he just said, "Well, we have I haven't really told her that, or I haven't decided that yet." You'd have put him on the spot. I just said that's going to be an awkward conversation yeah. to have. She's like, "Why can't but I listen to that podcast?" <laughs> yeah, um, uh, you, you know, originally I was thinking, originally I was thinking Montana, but Californians have ruined that fucking state with the prices and everything like that. Right. Um, that's why I didn't want to go to Idaho, um, Washington and Oregon. Fuck those places. I mean, you know, east side of Washington, good people out there, but as a whole, now nah, forget it. Nevada is too much like California. I don't do the desert like big old Johnny out there. Yeah, fuck right. That shit. Yeah. So, so Arizona, New Mexico, even even Texas is out. I'm out. Too many Californians out in Texas, Oklahoma and Kansas. Forget it. Utah, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Why not Utah? No Utah's pretty. No, nah, I'm I'm cool off Utah. I I I need to buy, be able to buy a beer at my at my local oh, convenience store okay. if need be. You know. You, do you think John ever gets mistaken for a Mexican like every day, a hundred times a day out in Arizona? Oh, he's got to. Yeah. Can like, he, I wonder if he speaks like, Spanish very good. He should just carry a fucking pineapple with him everywhere he goes. <laughs> well, everybody <laughs> think he's his wife swapper then, or a, a, a <laughs> swinger, a swinger. Yeah, he's just oh, man. I like I tell him all the time. I was like, dude, I don't know how you do it out there in that fucking heat. Now forget it. I'm out. <laughs> Counterfeit Mexican living in Hawaiian, living where, in fucking where, Phoenix. Where are you looking at in Nebraska? I uh, looking around like uh, like south central part of the state, like like around like um, like Minden Hastings area. Carney, okay. you know where that's at, right, Andy? Yeah, Cabela's. Okay, you know where that's yeah. at, right? Yeah, south south. Central Andy has no state, fucking Jeff. clue. That's by Blake. Blake's on the west side, Jeff. Uh, Hastings or Sydney is is east of west of Blake. Jeff, he Jeff. <laughs> See, Andy Blake has no Colorado. geography lesson at all. Knox City does not teach geography for shit. My wife. So you're looking at the west side of the state, not the south central yeah, side of the yeah. state. My wife's the same way. We went. To, we were going to go North Dakota and South Dakota one time. I wanted to go look at a place. I was thinking about putting an operation in up there, and was going to look at some places. She goes, "Do you think we can run by Green Bay when we're up there?" Oh yeah, it's just twelve hundred fucking miles away. You know, we can drive by Louisville, Kentucky. Also, it's not you know. So, Andy's the same. Yeah. He thinks Nebraska is not by fucking Blake. Sydney. He didn't say Sydney. Yes, he said he Hastings. He said Sydney. Well, you're going to Hastings. You're not going to be anywhere near Blake. Okay. What you're, about Sydney? You're going to be straight fucking north of Kansas. Yeah. What, what about Sydney? <laughs> I haven't even looked at Sydney. Sydney is wet as west of Blake a little bit. Um, they're all good people out there though. You're gonna, you're going to oh, be yeah. around like-minded people. Great people. Great I, people. Uh, I'm glad you're taking your California girlfriend because, you know, who knows what you're going to run into in Nebraska. So now you're going to rip on Nebraska women now, too, boy. Other and than, Andy wonders why people don't like him on the other podcast. Than, other, other than Penny from the Big Bang, she's like the only hot chick to ever come from Nebraska. What about what about Blake? One of your best friends got a fiancé from there. I don't think she's from Nebraska. I think she's, <laughs> count, I think she's an import. Yeah. <laughs> 
you've opened up such a can of worms. But Penny was a hot Nebraska chick. I'll yeah. give you that. So, and wh- yes, I know it's fake. She's wh- probably from California. What about South Dakota? Well, yes, that's a show. You know, yeah. it's so, kind of like Scooby Doo's. I don't real. want people messaging me. Oh, she wouldn't be from California. South Dakota that, and North Dakota would be two cool places to live. Also, too cold. South Dakota would be all right. North Dakota, fuck, too cold. It's a whole, it's a whole lot of nothing up there. I've, I've hunted ducks and geese up. You're on, moving on to fucking Nebraska. Yeah, but if he goes to Hastings, he'll be right there's, in the middle of it all. There's nothing in Nebraska either. Other once you get oh, outside God. of, they, they, there's a, there's all kinds of shit out there in Nebraska. Yeah. I mean, shit. That town of Kearney alone has fucking everything I'd ever need. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, go to Hastings. You're right by Grand Island. You got it. Yeah, you're good. Lincoln's yeah. right right down the road. Oh, <laughs> fuck those shit. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I, I'm I'm out on Lincoln and Omaha. You just that's might as well stay in California. Might as well stay in California if you're going to go to those places. Exactly. No, and I mean the hunting's going to be great. How uh, is your is your uh, is your girlfriend originally from California? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And you're taking her to a landlocked I, state. She must love you. Uh. Well, you know, perks of <laughs> you know six four two twenty five, good looking white That's guy right. with a beard, That's nice right. beard. What's not to love? She'll be all right. What's not to love? Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's crazy what has happened in, in such a short amount of time to California. I mean, yeah, it's not a short amount of time. Well, it all just, started with fucking Charles Manson and know, all them fuckers at Haight Ashbury in San Francisco. The it's exodus been, has happened all at once. Slowly at first, just like Dirk said, how did this happen? Slowly at first and then all at once. Yep. It's slowly, they've slowly just grinded you down and now everybody's just... Fuck this place. I'm out of here. Yeah. And, and and then I had to stay west of the Mississippi, too, just because, again, if, like, primary move, ducks, for one. I, if if right. I can't kill ducks out there, then fuck it. I'm that out. Makes sense. Um, And, yeah, I don't know. I just I, I didn't want to go east of the Mississippi. I know there's some good people out there, but, it's again, you got a lot of Californians going to the Carolinas and all that shit, too, now. You know, it's like, no. I'm I'll tell you that. a really cool place is we just come back from upstate New York and over the years, everybody I've known from upstate New York loves it. Yeah, but that's just the same as California, only colder. No, upstate New York is not. Upstate New York is like being in the Dakotas the way that everybody's like-minded and stuff. Jeff, being where yeah, this guy is, everybody's still, like-minded. It's still New York. Yeah, right. but it's not, it's not as bad as like where it is with you are in California. It's not as bad there. Oh, you don't Matter of fact, they're, they're, there's a chance they're going to elect a Republican governor in New York next week well they had arnold schwarzenegger jeff yeah, that motherfucker ain't no fucking oh, jeff, red conservative he, he had Fuck an R him. His name. well he might have had r in his name but he probably had a d in him he's a sorry fucker yeah. have you I, ever met him don't give two shit. have you ever either. met him no he might be the nicest guy that you've ever met and I you just it. called him a sorry bastard yeah. Number one, you better hope his buddy Stallone doesn't hear this shit and come looking for you. That sawed-off fucker, you know, he's got a new show coming out called Tulsa Time. And it looks like the guy that does the creator of Four Sixes has got it, and he plays a mob guy from New York that goes to live in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Well, let me tell you something. I watched the previews of it, and it looks really good. I just can't believe they found that many fucking midgets to be in a show because he looks like he's a big guy in there. Tulsa Time? Yeah, I, I think the it. name of it. Or yeah, Tulsa or something. The other Did day. you? And he he plays Tulsa, like Tulsa King. Tulsa King, you know, Tulsa all five King. foot, all five foot three version of his ass. Uh, Jeff, I'm telling you, it looks like a good. Have you seen the trailer? It looks like it'd be pretty interesting. Other than that, bunch of fucking liberals. You know what I saw the other day? Everybody loves Yellowstone. It is a direct knockoff of Legend of the Falls. 
I did not realize this. I don't know. I have not watched any of that. And they've got a new one now. They've but got... the storyline is the exact same. Well, you, you got Anthony Hopkins, who's basically Kevin Costner. He's the old dad that runs the ranch. You've got uh, you've got one son who goes off to war, comes back, and is just he battles a lot of things. That's Brad Pitt and the one kid. You got one son that is kind of a fuck up, and he runs for political office. And then you've got one son that dies at the very beginning that starts everything. Well, not now. Not only do we have, is it 1883? Is that the one that's coming on? Right. Now they've got a 1918, I think, and they're going to do a 1938 and a 1957. They're going to, they're going to, that guy is going to pop into every generation to make shows. Right. Every one of them. All he, all he did was watch Legend of the Falls too many times. Well, his, the newest one, I thought, I forgot who's in it, the newest spinoff of there, and it's some big actors and actresses. I mean, oh, I, I know who Harrison Ford's in it. Right. Is in the new one, but. I haven't watched Yellowstone since season two. Movies, Harrison Ford. That's Fuck. right, baby. That's how bad it is. You got to get the old. <laughs> there's there can only be one Clint Eastwood. The rest of them yeah. I'm done with. Yeah. 100%. So so what's your what's your out what what's your forecast for waterfowl hunting for California this year? You going to have a good year or a bad year? What's your gut tell you? I uh, my gut tells me that we'll probably do okay. Um, you know, like, like last year dealing with similar conditions, I finished with, let's see, 133 days last year. I finished with 182 ducks. Jeez. I bet you it'll be, um, I, I bet you it'll be somewhere around there. Nice. What about those turkeys? So, what are those? Those, those look like, uh, Rios from the Rios. Tips. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, that's my, that's my passion. Number two behind waterfowl. You so. have Rios there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got we've got Rios and Merriams. Like 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 co mingling, or you got to go up into the mountains for the for the Merriams and yeah, Rios. Uh, where you some, are. Sometimes you'll get them to co mingle, uh, but for the most part, the Merriams are, are staying up up high. Right. But I mean, I mean, shit. We've got Rios all over the place around here. Really? Now, are you yeah. getting those on like private land, or are you going public for those also? Both. Both. Both just depends on what i what i want to do i killed uh i killed all three this year with my bow so oh nice yeah that's cool that's what uh, i'm holding out for a bow i'm gonna be a bow turkey hunter when i become a turkey hunter there you go i um i had a i just got a funny message from a guy he said he listened to our podcast and we talked about shitty er docs and i don't know when that would have been but anyways he said his wife they have a three-year-old and it was sick been hadn't slept in two or three nights and she she took him to the er and, and the doctor really didn't look at him. She goes, I'm really concerned. You know, he's, he's not sleeping at night. Sometimes. The doctor gave her a pamphlet on being a better mom, and it was her third kid. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, that would shit. fucking piss me off. <laughs> I'd be ready to strangle that little bastard. Mm. Those are fucking fighting words right yeah. there. Yeah. Here's a pamphlet. You probably just need to work on being a better mother. Just read this. <laughs> feed and feed water yeah. your kids. He'll go right to Give sleep. Give him a couple Benadryl. That'll knock his ass out, and he'll sleep better. Are y'all's turkey numbers pretty stable? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're, we're doing all right. I mean, they're, they're, they're coming down into the cities and everything like that. Really? I mean, I mean, shit, this, this, this last year, I think, uh, I think a mailman beat the shit out of one <laughs> and had to, uh, and, uh, I think U.S. Fish and Wildlife or Game Wardens got involved to make sure it's fucking justified or all kinds of shit. <laughs> he is, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it, they're, they're fucking everywhere around here. Well, that's Pretty good. Decent. Um, I think, I think there's. I think Nebraska. Nebraska will be good. Nebraska will be good turkey hunting. You're, you're moving to a good state, bud. Yeah, you got everything. You Take got everything our, to look for there. Are you taking yeah, a woman yeah. with you? 
So now our deer herds out here aren't worth a fuck, but you know it is what it is. Yeah, fuck that. If you really want to kill something in Nebraska and get a hold of Alex Poppy, he's the Poppy brother that knows how to hunt real well and yeah. kills a lot of stuff. If you want so. to hunt, go with Blake. Blake. If you want to kill shit, go with Alex. Alex. Yeah. You got you know it's it's, it's two different things. And follow Blake around and you can pick up a bunch of shit he loses. So you help yourself <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, if you just follow Blake, you could have got a brand new nice bow. Yep. You just followed him away from his deer stand. All right, bud. Um listen, good luck on your move. Have fun this waterfowl Thank season. You. Appreciate it. And uh we wish you the best. And we're excited for you. Yep. Getting out of that fucking communist state. I can't wait. I've been counting down the days. Like I said, I I wanted to move since I was in high school, but I was young, dumb, full of cum, and ended up having a kid in high school. So, you know, it is what it is. But her mom just took off and went up to Oregon. So I was like, here's here's my out right now. I was like, I, I told her, I was like, you've got a choice. You can either go to Oregon or come with me out, out to Nebraska. So we'll see. Well, just think, if he's gay or transgender, you could have got a job as a cop. So That's there right. you go. You could have been paying right. paying that high rent for the rest of your life. That's the best thing That's that could right. happen for you. There you go. Well, thank That's you, right. man. We appreciate you being on here, and thanks for listening to us. You have a good day, and God bless you. Thanks. Appreciate right. it. See you, bud. Well, can you believe they only hire – they don't want to hire straight white cops? I can believe that, actually. Yeah, I can, too. That's what's sad. It's a horrible deal. I can believe that. Well, we're fixing to have our first guide meeting. We are. We're fixing to sit down. All the guy, Most of the guides are here. We start hunting this weekend. Should be a really good season for us starting out. Hopefully, we'll get some winter in December. Because I don't think we're going to get much before Turkey Day. Thank y'all for listening to us. God bless y'all and have a great week. Go check out our wonderful sponsors. Listen, if you're looking for a new four-legged friend, a new pup, go check out Double T British Kennels. We've actually got two down here. They're going to hunt all season. Uh, Ducks Unlimited, Dirty Duck Coffee, Big Honker, save 15%. Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, Bangtail Whiskey, Alpha Outdoor Specialties, Hunt Proof. Go set you up an account. Looking Glass Podcast, Lucky Duck, Shin Gear Waiters, Gundog Outdoors, Pacific Calls, BHP 25, 25% off, Boss Shot Shells, and Dive Bomb Industries.